Mama Rants. Life and motherhood uncensored. Welcome back to Mama Rants with Elle. And Allie. Today we are joined by our friend, Jess. How you doing, Jess? I'm good. How are you guys? We're doing, we're doing. How's your week been, Allie? Doing? Um, you know, I had a pretty good week. I would say our weekend has been extremely eventful um, in the way that I don't know. Like when we went to Disney, it must have like ignited a like we can conquer a lot more than we think that we can in a way that literally yesterday, <laughs> yesterday we did a day trip to Jekyll Island, which is like two hours and 15 minutes away. And so we woke up and left like an hour after she woke up. Homegirl did not take a nap. And then we got home at like 930. And sister girl said, I am good to go. She slept all night, woke up at nine today. And then today we went to a theme park. So I don't understand what has been ignited, but we've been on the go. And I'm maybe it's just like, you know, classical conditioning for the next time we go to Disney. I don't know. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's amazing. The fact that she wasn't Crazy. Jess, I don't know if you know this, but Allie's child is on a very good sleep schedule. So that is what? amazing. What it's is like a curse schedule? and a blessing at the same time. <laughs> Sister girl sleeps in until like 9, 10. And then, you know, she has like a four and a half, five hour wake window, naps for like two hours. And then we'll go to sleep like six and a half hours after she wakes up. So I mean, it's like to a T almost, but like I say, it's a curse and a blessing in a way that you feel like you can't do much because she's not like on the ghost snapper. But like, it's so nice that, you know, she has been such a good sleeper for such a long time. So, you know, I, I just, you know, take it for what it is. And I just, I'm glad we're now to the place where we can skip a nap and our day is not completely fucked. So that's exciting. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm kind of jealous of that, but. <laughs> well, well, we'll definitely get further into our nap schedules when we figure out our mom stereotypes today. But uh, first, we'd like to start out with our mom win and fail. Who wants to go first? I mean, I'm sure I have a fail, but at the moment, I would say my mom win um, was especially yesterday doing that day trip we have not done a day trip since becoming parents and that was so fucking exciting to be able to feel that type of normalcy again that me and Brent used to do all the time before becoming parents like we would just wake up and drive however many hours away just to hang out there and then come back and be home by like 10 11 so that was really exciting that's awesome (laughs) I like the positivity here I like the positivity yes yes Jess, what's yours this week? So my win, I guess I would say, I know you said you were talking about Disney before. We actually booked a Disney trip. Woo! I have a two-year-old daughter, and then my son is 10 months. Um, And we, yeah, we just booked a Disney trip in November. And I know a lot of people will say, you know, why would you take your kids so young? But it's like- Because it's free. I mean, one because they're free <laughs> two we're taking both sets of grandparents and I want to take them while you know they're still able to health wise yes um yeah and plus like yeah we told our daughter like you know we're going to Disney and she got so excited she started screaming <laughs> she's like oh my God, and like it was just it was so cute and like I don't care like she won't remember it I will mm-hmm. um and I mean I went to Disney when I was eight and I don't 
really remember. So it's like either way, yeah. if I take her now, if I take her when she's eight, she won't remember. But yeah, so that's right. a win. I think that's such a great point about the grandparents being able to go and being able to have fun and experience it too. That's going to yeah. be a great memory for them too. Exactly. And I'm doing this not just for them, but for all of us. Yeah. And make sure you bring like a pack of tissues because when they meet Mickey for the first time, I swear I was like a water well. My mom was crying. I was crying. So be prepared. It's just like a whole different set of emotions. So bring tissues for everybody. I'm sure everybody's going to be crying. Like, oh, it's just great. It's I a will. really great experience. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm a big crier too. Everybody knows it. So I'll need like a whole yeah. lot just for myself. Yeah. <laughs> So that, that my, man, both of you guys have mom wins. So I guess um, I'll start with my mom win, which is, is, it's not really a great win, but I totally taught my kid how to meow. <laughs> and now every time he's trying to say anything that has to start with an M, it's meow. <laughs> and I just absolutely love it. But um, my mom failed was my child really likes to hold the hose and he decides he's going to take the hose and let my little, my little French bulldog um, start chasing after the hose. I can't tell if she loves it or if she hates it, but he's throwing the hose everywhere as I'm trying to clean his um, water table out. I'm sitting there scrubbing and I'm getting soaked because it's either my toddler is throwing the hose water all over me or the dog has grabbed the hose and is running around the lanai with it. My mom's <laughs> screaming from her chair, don't come over here, I don't want to get wet. <laughs> and me and B-Man are soaked head to toes. Stella is soaked. And it was just like, man, um, yeah, not the best idea. Not the best idea to start your hose and just leave it running and let your nope. toddler and dog go to town. Once they start moving, you're doomed. There's yeah. mm-mm. nope. Highly do not recommend. <laughs> <laughs> so I find it funny that there are just so many stereotypes for moms. And I think to myself, like, why? Why do we always have to fit ourselves into this box, put a label on it? And earlier in one of our episodes, Allie mentions crunchy mom and I'm like what the fuck is she talking about because I had never even heard this term so I asked one of my other friends and I'm like hey have you ever heard this and she's like uh I assume it's kind of like a granola mom and I'm like what the is a granola mom like what is a granola mom apparently I I knew nothing about any of these stereotypes so I have Totally looked up these stereotypes and defined them. And we're going to play guess what stereotype we are for moms. <laughs> now, the ones we have listed, which I'm, I'm sure there's a ton more, but we're just going back probably in the last like 10, 15 years. And we have a helicopter mom, a free range mom an authoritarian mom, a mom that attachment parents, a crunchy or granola mom, a silky mom, or a scrunchy mom. Now, 
just off these names, Allie, what kind of mom do you think you're going to be? Um, you know, I know a little bit about each one of them. Um, Damn. but I, I, I do. And I don't know, there's a show that's actually on, it's called like parent something, but we were actually watching it and it actually went over each one and it kind of had like parenting battle, like battle each other out. And I saw that. It's actually yeah. a really good show. And it, you know, I, I sometimes feel yeah. a little crazy. I'm like, Ooh, is that like, that's like crazy of me to like think like that. But then I watch other people and I'm like, no, like that's the definition of fucking crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> But I would, you know, I definitely fall under, like, the scrunchy slash a little bit, like, free range. You know, I try to follow, you know, what she, like, I've, like, child-led, you know, and go, like, at her speed, but also, you know, steer her in the right direction. You know, I'm cognizant of things, but then I'm like, oh, F that with some other things. And so, yeah, I'm definitely, like, right there in that, in that realm. All right, Jess, what do you think? Uh, Silky. Silky. Silky smooth. Silky smooth. Yep. <laughs> Silky mom. I gotta say, I, I really think I'm whatever the hell works slash doesn't make me anxious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, whatever works and doesn't make me anxious is my style of parenting. Chuck, Chuck. Looking at these, <laughs> I would like to think that maybe I'm scrunchy i I would like to think that i would be free-ranged but the limited supervision will not be me i want to be free-range but i might be a helicopter holding myself in a corner (laughs) just like stalking my child because my body is saying like no no but my mind is like you gotta let go you gotta let go and it's i feel like it depends on the situation too yeah True. So let's talk about these definitions that I found. So I feel like I used to hear helicopter mom, free range, that about 10 years ago. And um, helicopter mom is someone gives excessive attention to a child every move. They're overprotective and they're overbearing. I'd like to think that I'm not that, but I also am very scared that my child is going to get like snatched up or something. So there's always that. Um, free range function independently with limited parental supervision. The independently part I think like sounds great, but the limited parental supervision gives my anxiety. So you're authoritative, you're nurturing, responsive, supportive, but firm. Attachment parenting creates a secure attachment to help a baby's learn to trust and thrive when needs are constantly met. But I hear a lot of, this sounds fantastic to me, but I hear a lot of negatives about it. (laughs) Yeah. Right. That sounds nice, but it sounds great. But they say there's like, I swear with all of these, there's always going to be something I, you know, I asked my friend, my friend's a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And I said, man, I'm so scared to screw up my child. And she said, you're going to like, why would you tell me that? And she's like, no, you're, you're going to like something you will do will give your child issues mm-hmm. because, but you have to realize you're not perfect and no one is, and it's going to be okay. Yeah. And they're going to forgive yeah. you. And I'm like, very true. Okay. So we'll get to our last three. Crunchy or granola 
is a natural parenting technique that focuses on organic, zero waste, unmedicated births, cloth diapers, eco-friendly, sustainable, breastfeeding, and co-sleeping. Silky embraces scientific developments. They want all the meds at birth, disposable diapers, pro-vaccine, we're going to sleep train the shit out of these kids, let's watch some Miss Rachel. And then there's scrunchie that has <laughs> elements of both a crunchy and silky. Now, what do you guys think about these? Like, what do you think about being stereotyped? Honestly, like, I just, I feel like it's a little much. Like, why do you have to put people into these categories? Like, we're already trying our best to, like, raise our kids to the best of our ability. Like, but... I don't know. Like, I just, I feel like I'm being judged. Like if I tell people like I'm a silky mom, it's like, oh, well, do not do your research. Yeah. Like, oh, you're silky. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I am, but like, I mean, I will say like 100%. Yeah. And I feel like out of the three, like crunchy, silky and like scrunchy, I feel like silky gets the most hate because they oftentimes like associate that with like like yeah. oh like you don't care about your kids or oh like you're just like lazy you don't care like reading the ingredients and that's not the case you know like obviously like you're a mom you love your fucking kids through and through and you get put in that category of like oh like silky you don't care and yes. that's not the case and so it it is annoying and especially when you have somebody on the other steps like the other spectrum you know it's just it can be awful right I'm not here to judge. You have to do what right. works with you and your kid. Every family's different. Just yep. do what works. <laughs> this is what works with us. Right. Yeah, I was totally trying to find someone that's like purely crunchy. And there was a few accounts that I follow that were crunchy. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, maybe I should ask them. But I'm thinking to myself, man, maybe they'll just think we're all batshit crazy. Right. Yeah. I also think that the crunchy does too, because most people are like, oh, they're friggin' crazy or they're rich and can do yeah. this crap. Mm -hmm. But I feel like crunchy is, is like the cool thing to do right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I feel like they don't I'm get not. like as much, like not in like my, like in my realm, like world right now. Like it's like the cool thing to do is to be crunchy. The cool thing to do is eat organic and dismiss like red dye 40 and all the dyes food. Like that's the cool thing to do right now versus like, oh, you know, the other side. So I feel like I hear a yeah. lot more hate on silky versus like crunchy at any point. <laughs> I'm, I, I am that person that's psycho about the dyes. I'm like, um, <laughs> I say that as a kid, I can match. But my, I, I realize that it depends on your generation. Like, so you're saying, like, your yeah. friends, your peers, they're all, oh, crunchy is cool. Whereas, like, I'm talking to mine, and they're like, crunchy, like, what the hell, like, that's ridiculous. And yeah. my brother comes over today, and my brother's like, do you remember how the news used to have that? Hey, it's eleven o'clock. Do you know where your children are? Mm, that freaked me out. Said, yeah, that's because we were gone all the time. Like we were out in the yard, whatever. And he's like, yeah. My mom pipes up in the background, and she's like, what? What are you saying? Like she took it as a personal offense. <laughs> so why do you think you're silky, Jess? Talk us through your parenting style. It's just I don't know. It's very like like laid back in a way like we use Kirkland diapers 
we use um like I I didn't breastfeed at all. I chose to formula feed my kids. Nothing wrong with that. Um it's just a personal choice. Like that is best. Yeah, like um yeah, mm-hmm. fed. My kids were fed. My kid first off, they can eat. My kid he's, he's oh. we call him our little chunk of mug because that kid um he'll I swear when he's older he'll eat us out of house and home. It's crazy. But okay, so yeah, we moved our princess into her queen size bed. And then we moved our son from our bedroom into her old crib. It was just an easier transition instead of, you know, buying, okay, let's buy another crib. Let's buy, mm-hmm. you know, another mattress, all that stuff. So um, we do that. And then we like, I mean, our kids are vaccinated, stuff like that. Whatever the doctors say, like, yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, but I'm. Yeah. Do you, do your kids eat junk food? Yeah. My kid, well, luckily my daughter, she is obsessed with fruit. If she can eat fruit, like that, that's what she, that's her go-to. Like blueberries yes. oh, are her thing, yeah. any kind of fruit. So, I mean, she, she does eat junk food, but like, it's mostly like she'll go to fruit and then she loves her French toast and pancakes and that's it. <laughs> she will live off of French toast and fruit. And then, of course, like cookies, cupcakes, dessert, mm-hmm. because she's a child. She has a sweet tooth. I mean, we don't like we have to limit it or else that's all she'll eat. But yeah, I mean, as long as she's getting something in her stomach. That's where we're at, too, is like just eat but, something. Yeah, we're like she's a big kid yeah. of peanut butter, waffles Lipids. and fruit. Peanut butter, waffles is like our everyday breakfast or I can get her to eat some cereal, too. But it's like peanut butter, waffles or cereal and then fruit the rest of the day. And then snacks. That's it. That's all she eats. <laughs> yes. Fruit and puffs is Bryce's go-to. Fruit and puffs. You can make like this big extravagant meal. She'll look at it, go, yep. ew, yucky. And then walk <laughs> yeah. away and leave. And like, she won't eat. I'm like, what? Right. Can you eat something? And then later on at night, she'll be like, mommy, I'm hungry. Yeah. I need food. I'm like, girl, yeah. you should have eaten your dinner. But of course, I'll give her a snack because she needs to right. eat. Yeah. <laughs> So you you have a toddler teenager. Oh, <laughs> yeah. She could be. She's like the sweetest girl. She could be so sweet, but then sometimes she'll. I mean, she's first off. She's my daughter. Yep. So she has a little attitude sometimes. <laughs> yep. And she's two, so. <laughs> yeah, she's. She has no patience for like her yeah. mother, so. All right. All right. I see that. But yeah, she's, but then you have my son who's just the sweetest boy and like, we'll like feed him. He'll eat whatever. He's not picky. Like whatever we make, we'll give him and he'll eat it. But then I'll give me six months and then that's when he'll be, ew, yucky. No. How dare you feed (laughs) me peas? I had a good eater for five minutes. (laughs) Five minutes of her life, I was I could put her anything in front of her, and she'd be like, "Yeah, this is great." And now I'm like, "She won't eat that. We can't go there. We can't oh, do yes. that." I'm like, "We have to bring a cheeseburger with us." Like, <laughs> I can always get her to eat a cheeseburger, and that was like my one of my Disney hacks. Is I would literally I bought cheeseburgers like every morning to bring with us, and then when we wanted to eat something, and I knew she would not eat anything there, or if you had to like search the whole dang park to find the one freaking cheeseburger, I'm not doing that. I can have one already right here, ready ready to go. <laughs> so that's what we did. 
but yeah, it's 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 hard to feed her. Yeah, it's smart. So I definitely am with the scrunchy group, I guess you could say, because you know I don't care about like I won't cut out like bleach out of my house. I won't cut out like I'm not super careful on cleaners that I use. I don't cut out like red dye forty. Um, and I also, you know, I also don't care if she eats like some Doritos for a snack or if she eats some Cheetos for a snack. And then <laughs> I, we cloth diaper. I, you know, I did slash still do breastfeed. Um, Wait, did you say you cloth diaper? Yes. Still do. How have I not known that? I don't be doing that. Yeah. Entire <laughs> time. <laughs> Didn't. How many times have I been around you and your child and had no idea? Well, on when we're on vacation, which is when you see us in Florida, we don't cloth diaper because I don't. I mean, some people, you know, some people care, some people don't, and then having to do that extra step while you're on vacation, you just don't fucking want to do it. So that's like the only time we buy diapers, and then she'll no. do. Um, we still do like regular diaper at night, but never during the day, not while we're home at any point besides good night. That's it. And so, I mean, it cuts, that cuts a huge cost, you know, out. And I, I personally love it. Um, I mean, there are people who hate it. I mean, sure. It does suck, you know, spraying off the, you know, the poop in the toilet, but I mean, and everyone's like, Oh, you throw like, you know, shit in your washer. Like, no, I don't homie. I put it in the toilet, spray it off till it's gone. And then it goes into the washer when everything's gone. So, I mean, yeah, I love it. And so like, I definitely am. You know, some things I care and some things, you know, I don't. And I, it's not that I care in the cloth I bring as like, you know, the chemicals are bad. It's just cost effective and, you know, better for the environment. So that's why I go, yeah. that's why I go my right. route. I mean, like, how is that any different from if your kid has a blowout? You're still cleaning shit out of clothes. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. I'm doing it anyway. Yep. And then when you're, yeah, when your kid has an accident and they're mm-hmm. in their pants or somebody, you know, starts bleeding on their jeans, like, you know, you're, you're still washing it all out. So I'm like, you know, I, I treat my, my washer like a queen. I scrub her all the time. Um, I probably clean her <laughs> probably way more than the average person, but I will literally get all the way in there. Like, ass like all the way up scrubbing her with like Dawn dish soap just to you know clean her and I do like the you know the fresh tablets like once like every like two three weeks like I just obsessively clean her but I mean that's just me um just because I'm somewhat of a clean freak but not really in other ways but you know when it comes to like my floors my couches and my dishwasher and my washer if those like I cannot eat off of them I don't want anything to do with it I'll, I'll lose my mind. My, my brain will explode, mm. but my dishes can get like 75 mm. feet high and I'll, I'll walk right past them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That is funny. How do you manage? So you, you said that you also like free range parenting, but I know you have anxiety like I do. So how the hell do you manage? Um, I don't see free range as in like less supervision. Cause that's not the case for me. I just more so like child led. Oh, okay. And you know, like when she says she wants to do something, we're going yeah. to do it. You want to go to the park? Let's go. You want to go outside? Let's go. Like you want to come over here and play with ice cubes in the sink? Let's go do it. And, um, you want to go story time? You want to go see your friend Paisley? Like, let's go. And I, I don't, yeah, child led and like, you know, free, free, 
yeah, free range is, you know, I take that lightly, you know, free range as, and I'm, I'm going to watch you. Cause I mean, she is still a toddler. She is still one at the end of the day, you know, as she gets older, maybe I'm going to get a little bit more different. She can communicate, you know, say, Ooh, like different things. Like I need help. Or, like, she says she needs help, but not like, Hey mom, like I really can't do this. I don't want to hurt myself. You know, she can't say that. And so, but yeah, so free range lightly, but yeah, definitely child led. Definitely, definitely child led. I don't know. I'm listening to you guys and I'm thinking to myself, maybe I'm just a psycho parent. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, you are. <laughs> My parenting style, I feel like is, is trauma led. Okay. <laughs> so obviously everyone by now knows that, um, you know, my dad had gotten cancer. My dog got cancer. Both of them died. My mom got cancer. So I went psycho. I went whole crunchy on the, the, I am throwing every single thing out of my house. There's, there's no candles. <laughs> Nobody's lighting that shit in my house. All of the shampoo, my makeup, every damn thing went out. The only thing I kept was Dawn. <laughs> because I don't know how people live without Dawn. I'd like to get rid of Dawn, but I don't know how you can because I <laughs> haven't seen a damn thing that works better. Yeah. My laundry detergent is like free and clear, but it's not it's not to the point where I want it to be. So I'm just now starting to transition my laundry detergent over into the non-toxic, but I am a psycho when it comes to toxic things in my house because I'm terrified of my mom's lymphoma coming back. And that's understandable. <laughs> is it, is it healthy? Probably <laughs> not. <laughs> Probably not, but um, maybe it'll benefit my, my family. Now I, you know, I, um, I did not cloth diaper. We tried um, Huggies and Kirkland's the Costco brand, for whatever reason, my son's skin is very sensitive. Um, so the only things that work for him that we've tried so far is Pampers or Honest. Um, so we use those. I vaccinate my kid, but I'm terrified of every vaccine that goes in my kid. Mm -hmm. So it's like I do it because I am medically minded. And I'm like, yes, this I understand why vaccines work. I understand the mechanism here. And then in the other side, I'm like, well, I do also understand side effects. And, <laughs> you know, what if my child is that one in a million? So it's, um, he ends up getting all his vaccines, but I just get scared every single mm -hmm. time he gets one. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I also let my kid watch Miss Rachel. I, I don't know. I, I can't decide which one that I mostly am. You know, it's, I... Don't want medicated births, but that's because I'm allergic to narcotics. And we all heard my C-section story about how terrible that went. So it's not that I'm against anybody using an epidural. It's not that I was against my spinal. It's that I have terrible reactions. <laughs> so I really just don't want it for me. Um, but I, I agree. Like, it's it's really whatever works for you. But these... Yeah. These little boxes we put ourselves in are kind of funny because it almost puts pressure on you to conform to this box. And it's like, well, 
well, I want to be that one. So maybe I should go try to do that stuff. And then you think to yourself, no, you know what? Like this shit's too much work. Who who can do that much work? Like <laughs> we, we got enough on our plate. <laughs> We're talking about sleep schedules. We try to keep my child on a sleep schedule. He's, he's not a roughly good one, but my child doesn't go to bed till 930 or 10 o'clock at night but he sleeps in till nine in the morning and then he'll take a nap from about two to four, give or take, you know, it might be one 30 to three 30 every once in a while. He'll take like a three hour nap and just be zoned. Oh but my child fights sleep every night though. Whenever you think he's about to go to sleep, he'll like pop up. And <laughs> yesterday he decided to sit in my bed and I'm I'm sitting there and I'm fine. And Matt asks me a question and I say something to him and my child's eyes. Boosh. Because I'm psycho and my child's still in my room. Because <laughs> that's what makes me most comfortable. And normally he falls asleep in my arms and we have the pack and play set up in the room. But he is in the bed crawling to get to my husband and he decides to stand next to my pillows and smash his face into them repeatedly going, rah, rah, rah. and at, at this point, I'm like, you're going to headbutt me. And this is going to be really hard because he's doing this insanely hard. He did this for five minutes. I was like, where do you get your energy? Like, where do you get your energy? And at one point yesterday, I was, I was laying on the ground with my son. And my husband had to help me up and my hip popped and I could like barely get up. You don't know how old you are until you try to get up off the floor from playing with your child. Oh no, it's, it's nearly impossible. My back kills when I'm on <laughs> sitting on the floor playing with my kids. Mm -hmm. like, yes. I'm only 33. What the hell? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, when they tell you that there's no great time to have children, <laughs> they're right. They're not wrong. <laughs> yep. They ain't joking. There's never a right time. So what do you think in the future people are going to call moms? Because it's like, it's this weird, now we've turned a crunchy, silky, and scrunchy. Like, who comes up with these terms? And I don't even think that they're new. Right? I don't think that they're new. They're not. I, I don't, I'm just hearing about I, say, I don't think they're like new. Like, cause I'm, they were definitely a thing while I was right. pregnant. They were definitely a thing before that. So I don't know, like within like the, maybe the last, I don't know. I mean, they're not new as in like the last like two years new, but they're not like old as in like 15 years ago. This says 2010. Man. Like the terms crunchy, scrunchy and silky was from 2010. Guys, we are out of the know. Do I live under a rock? Because I just heard about it. I told you, I said I knew it was before I was pregnant because I remember hearing about it prior, but I didn't know how far back it was. Wow. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, like now, like just now is like, like I said, it's like the cool thing to be scrunchy. So then you pull out these other things and then people are like, oh, that's not me. And then the other terms kind of follow and suit. And so then it becomes mm -hmm. like this thing. And then now you have TikTok who everyone's oh, like 
come a day in the life as a cringy mom and so now it like spikes every even more like <laughs> man i mean i part of me would like to be a crunchy mom like I think of Crunchy Mom and I remember living in Eden on a farm and I could think about my child running barefoot in the back fields and us picking fruit off the garden and just eating it. And it it sounds so nice and homey, but it's like, then you have to conform to all these other things. And it's, you know, not to judge anyone. We all do what is best for us. And if that's being a hundred percent crunchy, you know, and if it's silky too, that's cool too. Let's just try to, you know, the least, the least road of fucking up our child. No judgment. (laughs) Right. So if you could be one, I mean, are you guys where you want to be? You guys are, you want to be a silky mom? You want to be crunchy? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I see how my kid, my kids are. I mean, they seem they're well, well, yeah. When my kid eats, I mean, no, they are well fed. They're happy from what I see. They're well loved. So it's like we're doing what what works for yeah. us. My honestly. whole family thinks I'm psycho because I refuse to let my child have uh junk food. So that's <laughs> I guess that's that's the crunchy mom of me. Um you know, Matt and I have struggled with weight and we heard, you know countless studies that said, hey, if you don't add sugars, if you just do natural sugars, whatever, um, up until a child is two, it normally regulates their palate a little better and their eating signals. And with us, because we do struggle with weight, that's important to us to, to watch sugar and watch salt. And if I could tell you the amount of times my mother and father-in-law ask me if they could give my child a Cheeto and I say no, (laughs) I could literally buy a car. Like every single time they see me, why can't I give my grandchild Dr. Pepper and Cheetos? And I'm like, no, because it's my decision. No. Right. Matt's trying to explain to them, like, our child doesn't eat a lot to begin with. So if we give him (laughs) snacks, he's going to eat even less healthy food. Why can't we just respect our choices? So that part of me is totally crunchy because I'm like, no fucking dyes, none of this crap. I'm staying away from GMOs. I'm like, no, no, I can't pronounce it. I don't know what the hell it is. You ain't eating it. And I know... I know that when my child gets older, you know, we use too loosely. I know when he gets older, he's totally going to have these things in moderation. Um, But for right now, when I can try to give him a good palate, I'm going to try. I'm probably going to fail. You know, it's not like he didn't have his first birthday cake. It's not like he doesn't get ice cream or waffles with some whipped cream on it. I just won't give him Cheetos or chips, which is my decision. Am I such a bad parent because I don't want to give my kid that? Like, I don't mind other parents that want to give their kids that. Like, that's completely fine. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, it's not like he's never going to have anything, but why am I judged so hard? Because the decisions that Matt and I make are opposite of what his parents had made. And that's fine. They were totally different types of parents from a different generation, but I'm not trying to 
bash their way of parenting. We just have a different way that we're trying to go. Who knows? In 15 years, I'm going to find out that I was a psycho and that none of this helped and whatever. But you know, you're, you're a parent and you're doing the best you can. <laughs> you know, Jess, do you think you have a quirk or, or no? Are you like, nah? Uh, well, I mean, my kid also doesn't need to eat like five cupcakes in a night. I mean, some people, you know, they'll give my kids like, oh, here's a cookie. We want more. Here's another one. Here's another. Here's another. No, no, we can limit it. Let's not. Let's get some like more veggies or fruit in her diet, not just cookies and cakes. Like, yeah, she'll eat it because she loves it, but we need something else. (laughs) Like, so I get, I get that. Yeah, I man, it'll be one of the forever things that I I don't understand. Um, <laughs> speaking of being judged, I was judged hard today by my brother, and I I love my brother. He's only four years older than me, but you would think my brother is like twenty years older than me with his wisdom. Um, and I don't mean that lightly. My brother is insanely intelligent and insanely mature. I love him and look up to him. But anyways, my brother's talking to me today and he was helping out, uh, watch my child. And my child is very much attached to me, my husband and my mom. And every time my brother doesn't watch him very often, maybe five or six times. But every time my brother comes over, he, my child just starts screaming, crying until Brian high fives him continuously. (laughs) But anyways, I'm on the iPad with my brother and I'm, I'm kind of talking him through mealtime and he looks at me and he's like, you know, your child is pretty dependent upon you and mom and, you know, your husband. Have you ever thought of maybe taking him out into crowds? Do you take him out into crowds? And I'm like, of course. Like I take my child shopping with me. We just went to the zoo. I took him to a, a bowling alley for my, <laughs> my teams, uh, my work teams outing. Um, I brought him to this bowling alley arcade. You know, we take him to the beach, stuff like that. I mean, he's always with me. I don't have a lot of babysitters, so he's always with me. And my brother just looks at me and says, well, maybe you should do that more. You know, maybe, maybe you should take him out more into the crowds. So that way, you know, maybe he's not so dependent on you guys. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, right, how is that logically going to help when I am there, when the safety net is with the child? (laughs) And, um, you know, he knows our situation waitlisted for daycare, but it's like, what am I supposed to do? When I take him to the store. Could you imagine if Target had a daycare or the grocery store had a daycare where you could just say, good fucking luck. (laughs) Oh, and do what we all did as a kid and just hide in the clothing rack and then just. Oh my gosh. You're bound to find another kid under there. Oh (laughs) my gosh. It's so true. That circle clothing rack. We were all in there. Like. Who wasn't in there? That's your daycare. (laughs) That was the 70s and 80s and early 90s kids daycare was totally that clothing rack. 
and realize how dirty the store is that you are. Um. Also, the bottom of the cart. Why was it that my father thought oh. it was okay with my long hair to lay in the bottom of the cart? Like, thank God I was never scalped and I loved my father for it. <laughs> but I think to myself, like my mind now is like, I see a kid on the bottom of the cart, which is so rare nowadays. Every kid was on a bottom of a cart when I grew up. But, <laughs> you know, it's so rare now. But when I do see it, I'm like, oh my God, she's going to get scalped. Her hair is going to get tangled into the thing. And then I'm like, my child is doomed. I definitely have lost some hair to that. And and my mom wouldn't even like try to fight me. She just would be like, your, your hair, it's going to pull your hair out. Good luck. Like it's going to pull your hair out. I'm not going to stop if it's, if it starts to get your hair and I would just risk it. I'd be like, well, I mean, I want to ride down here. So I guess if I'm going to lose a chunk of hair, I guess this is the risk I'm willing to fucking take. Like, do you remember that our grocery stores <laughs> up north used to have the daycares? They sure did. They did. It was actual an actual, like, they would watch your kids. And there was, like, a little playground mm-hmm. area. Was, that, was it free? Yes. Yeah. You just dropped your kid off. Yep. You would go do your grocery shopping, and then when you were done, you'd pick them and up. And this was at Wegmans, and I want to say it was at Tops, yep. too, but I can't remember if it was, was it only It Wegmans? was definitely at Wegmans. I I think I don't remember there being one at Tops, but definitely at Wegmans. But they stopped that since, which kind of sucks. But but why? Like, what happened yeah. in our society that the free childcare at the grocery store stopped? Some people That's probably why, just forgot their kid. F R E E. I got my milk, but I forgot my child. Hey, are you kidding me? Do you know how many people would pay for that service? <laughs> Especially at Target, like you said, Allie. Oh my God. Next business venture. I don't know. Maybe because there's so many crazy people. Yeah. Just send them to Wegmans. You don't need to pay for daycare. It's true. We're going to Wegmans for the fifth time this week. Let's go. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Me again. Yeah. I shop every day from nine to five. Yeah, I shop every day. I'm an Instacart shopper, so you just have to watch my child while I Instacart. (laughs) Man, that would would be nice. I would like that again. I don't know that I'd utilize it, but it's a good thought. (laughs) It is. I'm sure I'd utilize it, and then I would stalk my child and the worker from 20 feet away. Yeah. Like behind a <laughs> yeah. behind a display, I would just be like Yeah. Been looking at those plates for about 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, I'm a freak when it comes to leaving my kid. Man, it, it's so true. It's so true. It's hard not to be nowadays. I often wonder to myself. What would happen if it was the 80s and I gave birth? Like, would I, or the early 90s, even the mid 90s, like what would be different then versus now? Like, would I be able to be, you know, massively relaxed because everybody else is? Or would I be? I think so. You definitely would because right now you're not comparing yourself to anybody else on social media and getting like info from like online and all that stuff. True. 
So I feel like you'd be more relaxed and then just rely on like your core group of people and like, you know, the pediatrician and stuff like that. Mm. That's mm-hmm. true. My kid would definitely be eating Cheetos. That's very true. For sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. Although I will say I also allow my child to drink out of the hose. So I feel like I'm yeah. I'm super in the middle. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Come my on. My child also is eating dirt. It's a right almost of like every other day. Somehow I find dirt in his mouth and I'm like, oh, I guess it's organic. Yeah. <laughs> we have two Australian shepherds, and like of course they shed like crazy. Um, but when my daughter she stopped now, thank God, but we would have like little like clumps of dog hair everywhere. I mean, we'd have to vacuum every day. She'd take the dog hair and go right in the mouth, just eating hair. She stopped it since, thank God. But it was it was a long year of her oh just. Oh my gosh, that's ugh. hilarious. It was disgusting. It was a long year. She would find it. She would like search in the carpet and like like hair that I wouldn't have been able to see. She would find it pick it out and then like just it was like a little snack <laughs> snacking on that hair so like, do you ever see like weird stuff that your child does and think to yourself oh my god are they gonna grow up to be weird like my child tries to bite feet every once in a while like toes specifically and I'm just like do not grow up to have a foot fetish be man do not do this. And I'm just wondering, like, did it ever cross your mind? Were you ever like, my child's going to be the one that, like, keeps hair in a plastic bag? Yeah, or she's going to be one of those furries. She's going to, like, want to dress up as an animal. Have you ever had something like that, Allie? Or no, your kid's normal? Um, She started doing this, um, like lip picking thing I don't know where the fuck or why the fuck but she does it when she's by herself and she'll just literally you'll just see it looking on the monitor and she's like this like ducking herself like literally like I'm like what is she doing and she'll literally come out of her room and like it's dried blood there and she looks crazy and I'm like it looks like I punched her in her face and I'm like and but she only does it when she's away from us and she'll be in her bed and just like, yeah, just before she goes to sleep, just picking and just like holding it with her little freaking little fingernails. And then I'll talk to her on the monitor. I'll be like, stop picking, stop <laughs> picking, stop picking. And she just, she just continues to do it. Like, I know she can hear me because I hear me on the outside of the door through the monitor. So I'm like, I know you fucking hear me. And she'll just, I don't even give a fuck. I'm like, that would scare the shit out of me, to be honest, if I heard somebody talking to me. But her, no way. So do you think she'll be addicted to Botox or like one of the OCD people? <laughs> oh yeah. Or like, um, like, you know, how people like, what are they like? Just like fidget or like, um, you're like a ner- like a nervous tick. Like that's hers. And she'll just like, just pull and pick, I guess. I, I hope that it phases out because her poor lip is taking a beating at the moment. Well, I'm sure it will. Well, hopefully she doesn't get Botox because then that's more lip for her to pick. Yeah. I know. God, yeah. We or don't want that. Lip filler, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it'll fill it. It'll fill it so much she can't grab it. That's so true. <laughs> the lip would be so tight. Like, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. some Vaseline on her lip and her fingers will just slide off. Uh huh. <laughs> well, guys, it has been really fun today. I can't thank you guys enough, especially Jess, for joining us. And she's going to be joining us next week to talk about her experience with two young kids. She had two under two. Her oldest just finally turned two. So that'll be interesting. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for coming. And I'm excited to pick your brain about two kids because that's a fucking scary ass topic. Let me just say. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Thanks for having me. It's been fun. I can't wait to talk to you next week. Yeah. And we will see you guys next week. So if you like what you're listening to, please like and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Bye.